Hey, we are live. What's going on, everybody? I'll be your host this afternoon. I'm Jared Thomas, Senior Account Executive IPR. I'm joined by my, my gracious colleagues, Managing Director of IPOL Rank, Mike King. And hey, what's going on, y'all? There you go. You got to shout yourself out, man. Come on. <laughs> you, know, you know how we do. <laughs> yes, sir. And then we also have my other colleague, senior count, uh, content strategist, Faja Muhammad. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Nah, 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 nah. Manager of content strategy. Nice. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And thank you all for, for joining us right now. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're joining with us. And we really appreciate this because uh, mainly we came up with this idea really a couple of days ago. And what we want to do is really help you guys, the people, and understand some things provide some value of what we've been doing during this pandemic, how we've prepared for this and, and what our marketing outreach and really just have some fun with this, right? So we do something called Atomic SEO where Mike goes over some of the SEO and content best practices, you know, so we can have our continued learning and make sure we're on top of our game. So we want to really make this live and, and give everybody this opportunity to learn with us and, uh, and grow with us. So thank you again for joining us. Um, and we're gonna jump right into it. We got a half an hour, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then one quick thing, you know, all you folks watching at home, if you've got questions and things, please pop them into the question box at the bottom, or you can throw them on the right. Um, you know, yeah, I do got some nice natural light. You're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, and we'll take those questions as well. We've got a few things that we want, we want to talk about, but anything that you guys want to know about marketing-related, SEO-related, what have you, we're happy to answer those questions and do any walkthroughs, anything like that. Absolutely. So please, the, the chat's on, on the bottom. Please just check in with us. Say, let us know you're here. We'll shout you out and we'll, we'll you know, get to the questions as we go along. Right. So to get this, get this started. Right. Mike, as the manager director, I've got to ask you this, man, because I think you've, you've done a hell of a job of getting us prepared as a company for this. But I'd love to hear your perspective. What was your thoughts like in January? Right. When you first hear, heard about this, how did you put things in place to get us to where we are today? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be honest, you know, because it was really Alex, uh, the SEO engineer on our team, who had been waving the flag about this, like, from the jump. He was like, this is going to be big. But he's also kind of a conspiracy theorist, so I wasn't really believing in it at first. But I definitely kept my, um, you know, my ear to the ground and, and watched everything on the news. Also just kept watching, like, what other companies that I really respect were doing. And so, you know, as soon as one of them was like, yo, we got to, you know, stop going into office. I did a little more research and I was like, yeah, I agree with that. So let's let's get out of there as soon as possible. And the transition to us working from home was pretty seamless. You know, a lot of people already work from home on a regular basis. And um, it's actually helped us, you know, refine a lot of our processes, get better at project management and the whole nine. So it's, it's been a great thing um, in a lot of ways. And, you know, just making sure that the team has felt cared for as we go. Um, that's always been my most important thing, you know, making sure that our team has felt taken care of. So I think that we all just put in the right efforts for us to make this work for us. Absolutely. And to give everybody at home some context. So we actually had the working home policy about the last week of February. So things really happened here in New York, I believe, the second week of March. And we kind of missed that apex. And, and, you know, I'm incredibly grateful for that. And just to give you, you know, Mike's modest about it, man. He sent us mask, home, candy, make sure we're good, we're set up. You know, I've got my, I ain't got an N95, but it's damn close. <laughs> so I appreciate you, Mike, man. That, that was real of you, man. We really appreciate that. 
I guess I just want to make sure everybody's taken care of. <laughs> yep, yep. And Faja, how, how about yourself? Did you get get a question for you? Um, you know, as the content general, our strategist, our you know, our leading person here, right? What are some of the things you think where you could be creating with content? How should you be engaging audience right now? What are some of the best practices that people should be looking out for and, and uh, really attacking? Sure. Um, I kind of want to step a little bit back to just like operations and as like one of the, the team members who's uh, worked from home, I think for like the last year, um, it's pretty interesting to see that like even like as everybody in the office moved to working remotely, it was almost like communications picked up even more. So yeah. as somebody who has been um, traditionally siloed, it was really cool to just see everybody like make that exodus um, and for none of the projects to slip, for communication to not only improve, but to increase um, from my vantage point. So it really helped um, our collaboration um, tremendously. Um, it's very cool to see, like when we talk about content, it's typically like an in-person collaborative process, um, but you don't have to lose steam as like you're moving from the office to everybody kind of being in their individual pods um, in their individual homes. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, to speak, I guess, to like the, the larger question around like what can you do for, for content? I think like anything's, anything's fair game, except for bad taste, you know? Um, <laughs> like short of bad taste, I think this is an area of opportunity. They say like recessions are, are traditionally areas of like tremendous growth once we kind of get through this. And I think a lot of brands are going to be able to see one, like a lot of just flaws in their operations and their content processes during this time. Like yeah. are you able to meet the demand that people um, need at this moment, and that's not from a product standpoint, that's from an answer standpoint. Like everybody is looking for information right now, right? We're mm -hmm. inundated with information and we also can't peel our eyes away, right? So um, consumers need to know what's going on. They want to know what's going on um, and they need to be able to separate fact from fiction. So I think yep. what brands can do now, at least in the immediate, is just like pay attention, right? Like be ready to meet um, your consumers with answers, whether that's an article that you need to get up, um, pay attention to your processes, where are the holes that are preventing you from getting this information out to your audiences um, as quickly as possible. True indeed. Yeah, I think yeah. you hit up. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to add on to that. I think Faja's post about captive audiences was like it's spot on. It really speaks to, you know, this fact that like everyone is at home, very engaged. What are you going to do with that? And then how are you going to not be like tone deaf as a brand? Yeah. Um, I mean, Faj, it was your post. Like, if you want to say more about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely read it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it, too. They're like, we're all in this together. I think the really interesting part about it is like nobody is immune, you know, to to, to have a, a pun um, in there, um, an inadvertent pun. But nobody is immune. This thing is like the great equalizer. Yeah. Uh, and like everybody's at home. So it demands a level of transparency from brands that typically brands are not, um, they're not liable to do or want to share, but it's almost like you can't, you kind of can't hide yeah. um, from this thing. So instead of trying to kind of like talk around it or like do something else, like address what's going on in the world, address how your company um, is working through it. Like understand that like everybody in the world has compassion at this point. Um, so you don't need to pretend to be something that you're not, um, but also understand that because everybody's going through it, like the core of your company, the core of your brand is really going to shine through in this moment. So if you're not doing things the right way, if you're not caring for your your uh, employees, if you're not putting your customers first during, during this time period, it's going to show through in your content and in your messaging. So you really want to make sure that you're leading um, with empathy because everybody's looking. 
you know, they're I looking agree. to see who does the right thing at this point. Yeah, I agree with you. I think tone, tone is everything, right? And I think we've seen a lot of misses and I think we've seen a lot of brands actually just hit it out the park, right? Like for, for instance, like I'm a big casino guy. So I go to casinos all the time. So I get a bunch of notifications and I'm hearing about Caesars and they're just telling me about how they're cleaning two times a day, right? But they're not telling me how they're actively helping their employees, right? How are they making sure they're safe, right? So why would I want to come spend a couple hundred bucks with you guys and all you're talking about is that you're cleaning? So it doesn't make it seem like you care about me. It sounds distasteful and, and it could really just rub somebody the wrong way. So please guys, make sure your tone is, is, is you know, you're cognizant of what's going on. You're being empathetic um, mm -hmm. and just, you know, you know, you, you're cognizant of what's going on. That's really just be a person, be a good person. And, um, and I want to ask you both a question, right? So what if somebody's here their content strategies, say they don't have the budget or the bandwidth they used to have, would you put a focus on creating more content or just quality content that's just one piece or two pieces? Where should they focus their efforts? I'll let Mike start with this one. Like <laughs> I was gonna say, this is a Faja question. No, <laughs> I, think, I think that, um, you know, it, I think you, you do need to focus more and it doesn't have to be just more and more content. I think that there's still a huge opportunity to like, look at some of the assets that you've already got and adjust them to speak to right now. Cause I think it's very easy for people to think like, oh, we need a new piece of content that speaks to COVID-19. But if someone is performing a search or they're finding you through other means and you have content that's relevant to what we're talking about, but you still have the old message, that's gonna uh, you know paint your brand in a, a, a negative light. Yeah. So I think right now, there's two things that need to be done before you even think about what you're going to make. One, this is a great time to do a content audit and see what content out there is relevant that needs to be adjusted. And two, need to rethink who your market segments are because everybody's personas are no longer relevant. Right? Mm -hmm. Like if, you're, if your persona is based on someone that goes anywhere, mm -hmm. that's irrelevant because no one goes anywhere right now. So I think those two things are the place to start before you think about like what is it that we need to create that's net new. Yeah, I think pivoting is definitely like key at this point because like you could create more content and just add to the noise um, or just put more stuff out into the ether. Ether if it's not the right type of content, people are not going to pay attention anyway. Um, so you don't want to spin your wheels just creating stuff for the sake of creating stuff. I think yeah. people um, just have been talking about like there are a million COVID emails at this point, right? Like we don't need another email to let us know like what's actually <laughs> happening. Um, but we need to know from your specific point of view as a brand, how is this affecting you? Like what can you add to your existing content to make it relevant to COVID? I would also um, venture to say that you should also be thinking maybe more evergreen. And that seems like kind of counterintuitive in a time where we're thinking so like of the moment and things are changing day to day. Um, but this is a crisis, right? Like, and, and crises happen. They happen cyclically. They happen like over time. It's going to happen again. Maybe not this specific crisis, um, but like, can you put contingency plans in your in your message? Can you put contingency plans in your operations, right, to be yeah. able to handle um, any kind of um, kind of upheaval that could that could potentially happen? Yeah, yeah. And 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 the other thing to add on to that is, you know, again with the idea that nobody's personas are relevant anymore. Um, you know, search behavior is changing. Search demand is dropping in a lot of spaces. But in some cases, for instance, if we look in the travel space, uh, you might be surprised that there's actually an <clears throat> increase in uh, search demand. But that has to do with people trying to figure out, like, how do I cancel my trip? How do I, um, 
you know, get my money back and things like that. And so I think that there's a lot of new opportunities for content that are popping up where basically people are, are searching for things that they never searched for before um, that you do need to account for. And, you know, if we're talking about limited resources, you got to figure out like which of those things are going to be most helpful. And I don't mean just helpful to your brand, like helping your brand make money, helpful to your audience. So to the point that, you know, Faja was making before and also that Jared was making, um, that people see how your brand is acting during these types of things. Yeah. The human element is more important than ever. And I think that was a, a good segue. I see a question in there from, I, I believe, Umer. He's asking, what innovative SEO solutions or, or innovations or initiatives have you seen sprout out recently? So what are some new SEO solutions and initiatives you've seen that are really cool that could be helpful for people in their day-to-day right now? I mean, I personally haven't seen anything new. Um, you know, I think that, you know, us being in a, a crisis doesn't change um, technical SEO at all. Like, I think if anything, the new opportunities are more around what content people need. And again, it goes back to looking at some of these emerging keyword opportunities around um, what people are looking for. And I think that is very specific to different spaces. And in fact, I've got a blog post I'm finishing up right now and also something else that we're rolling out called the position report, where we go into each of those different verticals and talk about what those opportunities are so that brands that you know either don't have someone or uh, don't have the time to really dig into that have a bit of a blueprint on how they should approach it. Absolutely. And I, I'm curious, say for somebody, let's say they're the small business owner or, or something of that nature, right? They don't really get SEO or they just don't have the budget, right? What are some of the, what is the biggest piece of marketing advice you would give somebody right now that's struggling through the pandemic and, and what resources should they use or tap into that are maybe free or, or less cheaper options out there? Um, so what do you think, I would say social media um, specifically. I mean, that's where everybody that's where everybody is. That's where everybody congregated before this happened. Um, that's where people are going for their information. Um, and it's a free channel for you to be able to speak directly to your customers and your consumers, right? Like, if you don't have a massive email list um, and you want to be able to get the message out, like, you can go directly to social media and speak to the people there. Uh, if you're a small business owner, Facebook is a tremendous resource to be able to let people know what's going on in your business. There are a lot of uh, bookstores that I'm a, a patron of that immediately when this thing started happening, they shut their doors um, and they let everybody know that they were offering like free delivery, curbside pickup, et cetera, et cetera. I found out all that information um, via Twitter. So if you don't have a lot of money, you don't have a lot of resources. I mean, I, I don't think anything beats social media. Yeah. The other thing on the SEO side, Google has given more um, you know, features to support this, like their schema for updating um, special events and things like that for small businesses. They've given more things in Google My Business to allow you to like let the world know what's going on with your business. Yep. But as far as like you know, learning about this stuff, um, I think Moz has been pretty awesome with respect to making all of their like learning academy stuff free. So if you're a small business owner and you can't afford to work with someone on SEO, I would encourage you to check that out. I mean, you've got a lot of free time right now um, uh, because that'll help you like ramp up on what it is that you can do on your own. But at the same time, I think the end of the day, like it's, it's all about the content right now, whether that's content that's being pushed to social, content that's living on your own site or whatever. It's all about like what are the messages that we want to put in front of our customers to make sure that they know what's going on 
that we care about what they're doing and so on. Absolutely. I, I would definitely speak on the sales side. Um, I think LinkedIn is the biggest channel uh, for me personally. I think as a brand, um, that's what you should be utilizing, right? Right now, there's a, a deficiency in content on LinkedIn where you actually have the viewability of more than any other social media channel, right? You could put up a post and get 20,000 views just like that, right? So what you need to be doing is understanding who's your target audience, start connecting with them, and don't even hit them with a sale right now, right? Just get to understand your buyers. Get to understand what they are, what they like, and, and just say, see how they're doing, see how their family's doing. You know what I mean? Just check in on them. And to be honest with you, it's been, it might sound simple, but it's been, you know, super helpful for me. I've made some great connections. Of, I've had people who I probably would never get in touch with through a cold email. And now we're talking about getting beer as soon as the quarantine's over. Mm -hmm. so, so definitely um, check that out if you haven't already. Utilize LinkedIn, guys. That's your, your best channel. Yep. And also, we have a question from Mumir as well. He says, have we seen the need for shifting traditional marketing budget to digital? Or have we seen this reflect in our clientele? That's a, that's well, a I mean, our clients obviously are already doing already digital. digital. <laughs> but um, um, I think that I think that search is in a unique position that you get essentially Google search box is like the, the world's biggest like market research panel because people are essentially codifying how they're feeling, what they believe about any subject when they type it in there. And so you've got this information in close to real time as to like, what is it that people they need? What is it that they're looking for? Um, how are their behaviors changing? And so I think that search is emerging as a channel that is even more important to people right now because of that direct response, that direct reaction of users in real time. So you can see what it is that they're trying to accomplish. Um, and so when you read like some of these studies, like eMarketer did a study about this recently about, you know, what channels are budgets changing in and things like that. And it showed that like everything else was going down, like display is going down, hey, social is going down, but search is net zero. Like people are still spending the same amount in search. So naturally that, that speaks more to like paid search because we're talking about advertising and such. But I think it's true of organic search as well because you know, it's the same page. It's just, do you pay for it or do you do content for it? Yeah. Um, so I, I suspect that, you know, as more brands are looking to capitalize on this, uh, this time right now, they're going to spend more time investing in search. Absolutely. I think, I think the biggest misconception, I, I know we've all heard this on this room, right? So most business owners, like say if you're a C-suite or something like that, but if you're SEO doing it, you know the value of that. But the hardest thing is proving that value to the C-suite, right? So right now with the importance of, you know, changing of, of consumer search behaviors, are there any quick wins right now or any things that SEO should be looking at right now in order to attack, in order to prove that value? Quick wins. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, I, I don't think the quick wins for SEO have changed too much, you know, because all the technical stuff doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. Like all that yeah. stuff is the same. Um, I think, again, it, it's really just the content opportunities that are emerging. So spend some time in Google Trends, spend yeah. some time looking at your uh, internal search logs, spend some time, you know, just doing your, your standard keyword research. And I know those tools tend to be a few weeks behind what's going on. So you might want to also check out, you know, just doing different searches on social media, like go on Twitter and put in some of your keywords and see how people are using those and then use that to inform um, what content you might want to make moving forward. Those are going to be the quick ones. Like consider this, think about, you know, some of the 
the the um, small business lending spaces right now. Think about these government programs that are put in place that are completely confusing because you know the guidance is still coming out, right? Um, so there's a lot of opportunity to capitalize on the search demand around those because of the fact that you know these are brand new subjects. So the more that you can identify these these um, these new uh, things that people need and be like one of the first people to get the content out. Well, those keywords aren't going to be super hard uh, to rank for because there's so little content for that right now. Yeah, I think also like in to speak directly to that to think about your content strategy. Like we're always like touting the message of like comprehensiveness, like being definitive, like being like the expert on your subject. Um, you know, Google's algorithm just around like expertise, authority and trustworthiness. And like, so a lot of that still maintains, but a lot of it also is blowing out the window just because there's so much information out and it's constantly being updated on a daily basis. Like what you posted yesterday, like might not, you know, adhere today because um, everything is just changing or it's such a rapid clip. So I would also veer on the side of simplicity when you're thinking about creating these, these content pieces. Like okay. if you have a landing page up and you've written a couple of articles, um, that speak directly to how your customers um, can handle and manage um, during the, the virus crisis. Like also keep in mind that those pages will need to be updated. So building in a framework to keep that information consistent and updated to let search engines know, like we will know that like this page was updated a week ago, but like today we also have like the most definitive information that we know of today. Mm -hmm. yep. Totally agree. I actually had somebody ask me this on, on, on Twitter. I mean, on a LinkedIn for you, Mike. They want to know how, what were what are some key things that are what advice would you give them for somebody trying to grow their Twitter? Uh, I keep I hate to keep saying this, but it's all it's all content, you know. Like the way yeah. I got to my Twitter to where it's at, which is continually putting out content and you know asking people to follow me um, yeah. in that content. So some of it was like you know speaking at events and then having my Twitter name on the slide and people wanting to follow so they can get you know, the the, the, um, the slides or whatever, or see what else I might have to say. Um, but again, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about what are you putting out that people are find, finding compelling? Like, it's not just like, you know, writing blog posts and things like that. You could just be an interesting person, right? Like you could just be posting videos every day about what you're doing in your job, or you could use this opportunity to showcase like how you're working from home, or, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people that are doing like, little videos and being stir crazy and, and making funny stuff that's relatable, that's gonna get more people to share it and then um, ultimately follow you. So again, I think at the end of the day, it's all about the content. Yeah, yep. I would add to that too. I think it's about like the free, what I like to call like the free gift with purchase theory in that like mm -hmm. at this point, like everybody's promoting content. What are you doing above and beyond to like let your customers potential or existing like know that you care? Um, and it was really funny because just before this, like I walked down to my um, corner store and it's literally like the only place that I've gone in like the last two weeks, right? Home, mm -hmm. corner store, home. Um, so they always see me. And today I wasn't very diligent, had no gloves, did not wear a face mask, slept my hand. Um, but the lady, she put a free pair of gloves in my bag, like as I like, mm -hmm. was buying my thing. And it really just made me think like this is a human connection. Um, every other day is just a transaction, but this is this free gift of purchase. Like what can you do? from a content standpoint that does, that, that has that same effect, right? Like I've seen brands, there's a, a fashion brand that I follow in their email newsletter um, with every purchase, they're sending um, postcards 
for you to send to people um, who are also stuck at home. So it's just like that kind of goodwill. And it's not like for an SEO purpose, there is no play. It's just purely branding. Um, and I'm going to shop with them and I'm going to go to my corner store. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that, that human element is, is super important. And I think to, to piggyback on what you guys were saying about the content, especially for social, I think the best way to grow it is by not overthinking. Mm -hmm. Most people take themselves out the game before they even start. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so one thing with me, I started specifically on LinkedIn, probably like November, when, right when I started with iPoolRank. And that was one of my things that me and Mike spoke about. And I'm like, hey, I want to grow my channel. And what I just did is just took everything out to the side and just went for it. I didn't overthink it. I've had CEOs of billion dollar companies like Post um, and just being myself. One day I might have something funny to say. I might have a meme. I might have anything. And you'd be surprised. I've got people from Spain and uh, Africa, England, and anywhere you could think of that are actually championing me. And it's a great feeling, but all just from being a human. You don't have to be this buttoned up person, especially LinkedIn, where you think it's professional. You can be yourself and still gain business. It's happening. So that's my best piece of advice for you guys. And we've got about a couple of minutes left. We'd love to hear from you guys. Any questions, just let us have it, let it rip, or we can, you know, keep going with the with the with the scheduled agenda as is. <laughs> oh man, I appreciate you, Omer. You you've been going. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta shout you out. <laughs> I like writing these down myself. All right, yes. Okay. Yes, please, please. If we're not connected already, please make sure we connect, man. <laughs> Anybody else or all right, cool, cool. So if you guys want to, I'm trying to think if I have any other last questions. Um what what's something that you what's advice would you give to other business owners right now, Mike? What's something that's you know that you can just say that everybody's feeling a crunch some way somehow? We don't have to give the secret sauce up, but what are some ways that you know? I mean, I don't have any secrets, you know, I'm stressed like everybody else right now. So yep. apply for all the loans, apply for the PPP, apply for the idle loan, apply for, there's a lot of, um, you know, companies like Facebook and Verizon and all this offering grants and things like that. You know, get your cash in order. Like that's, that's the, that's all it is, right? If you, yep. if you, if you don't have cash, your business won't survive. So, um, you know, make sure you're, you're sorting that out and then also figure out how can you help people? You know, like I think that there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of businesses that are doing things that are just really speaking to the human condition right now. And that's going to go such a long way on the other side of this. You know, people are going to remember like, you know, such and such company with just like Faji was saying, like yep. they, they gave her gloves and all this. Like she's not going to go to the corner store across the street. Now she's going to go to the one at the end of the block because uh, they showed that they cared. So I think if, if you're a small business owner, you know, just look for opportunities to help out and keep your cash in order as well as you can. Yeah. Indeed, man. Stay be genuine. All right. Everything's not a sale, guys. So right now is the best time to show some empathy, help. Like you said, just something as simple as the gloves, man. You know, even what I alluded to earlier, where Mike's sending us us the mask home, you're right. How, how does that make us feel as an employee? You know, what I mean? you want to go to bat for somebody like that. So those little gestures go a long way from a brand, from a personal relationship perspective, you know, just be human, be genuine and help each other out and get through this thing together. Yeah. I would even say when we're thinking about like creating content, sometimes that can seem mm -hmm. even in just like regular, regular life yep. um, in this new normal, it's probably even more daunting with everything that business owners um, and marketing teams are dealing with. And I would venture to say, like, think small, like you don't have to create something that's like this like tent pole piece. I think content types are going to be more like more and more important like during this time period like other platforms like TikTok, yeah. uh, whether it's like 
doing things much more visual, like infographics, as opposed to like actually like writing like large copy, things that are much more consumable just because audiences, their attention is so scattered, right? Like they're either like watching the news or they're binging Netflix. So like what can you do in a much more consolidated fashion that still communicates the message that you're trying to get across? Absolutely, hit the nail on the head. And I think we've got uh, actually about a minute and a half left, guys. If we get another question, we'd be glad to take one last one as we go. Um, if not, it's been a pleasure. Mike, thank you. Faja, thank you for, for joining. It's a, you know, it's a pleasure working with you both. You know, love you guys. Everybody who else is in attendance, thank you for, for joining and thank you for the questions. Uh, we, we got, we got one more question. It says, more hey, go. It's from Sherry. She said, hey, thanks for this. I was just wondering if you're starting from scratch, how can you choose a niche to get into, read the data and find out what's needed? Mm, that's a great question. Mm-hmm. You want to tackle that first or? Faja can take it. As far as like you're trying to start a new business, right? Um, yeah, definitely keyword research. But I guess my thought process is to like think about like what's the thing that you're going to want to do the minute they they let us out, right? Like the minute you leave our house, I've already been like planning trips in my mind. Um, so, like the travel space is about to explode as soon as people feel you know comfortable enough to travel. Um, I was reading an article about them opening up uh, Wuhan and like one of the first things people did was like, they got out of Dodge. Like they went to visit family members, they, they traveled, they got in their car, um, where they were able to leave. So I would definitely think about like the spaces in which you, you feel consumers are ultimately going to like flock to once this is over, like those places. Uh, somebody said divorce lawyers. Yes, like do you want to get Think about like from your own perspective, like where does your interest fall? What's the first thing you're going to do? Um, hospitality, entertainment, like those those things clearly um, haven't diminished. Like we need those more than ever. Um, and I think that those industries are definitely gonna boom once this is all over. Yep, yep. Nobody's cool. prepared for this, but you definitely can prepare, prepare when it goes back to normal, right? So mm-hmm. how you set yourself up now and what steps you put in place right now is gonna ultimately determine how you, you know, if you're off to the race as soon as things are normal or if it's a slow take and you're kind of behind the curve. So. Get those plus steps now, create the content, engage with people. It may not be a sale today, but it damn sure could be a sale tomorrow, guys. So remember that. <laughs> cool. So there's a question about Python scripts for uh, Google Trends API. There's a great article from uh, Tyler Reardon rather, um, from Chewy. He wrote about that. So I just posted that right here in the uh, chat as well. So, yeah, uh, one last thing. Well, two more things. One, we're going to start doing these every... Friday around this time. So if you've got, you know, questions or a topic that we want to, you want us to address, uh, let us know, you know, you can hit us on any of the socials. And uh, we also have a webinar coming up on the 22nd. You can sign up right. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me do this. Let's see if that works. So I was going to be right here. You can sign up right here. (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, come to that webinar on the 22nd. We're going to showcase a lot of data on uh, what folks are doing right now and how you can you know leverage that in your marketing and also how, how to do a lot of things that we talked about today. So thanks so much for joining and yeah, take it away, Jared. That's it, you know, if, make sure you um, follow us on Twitter, make sure you go to the company, LinkedIn, we have to do the plugs now. So LinkedIn and I pull rank, also follow me, Jared Thomas, Mike King, Faja Muhammad. We, you know, very personable people. Send us a DM. Let's keep the conversations going and uh, hope everybody's safe. Everybody stay healthy, stay happy, and hopefully we get through this soon. Thank yeah. you. It was awesome.
See you right. soon. Much love, guys. See you. All right. We out.